Hello, my friends. It's Andy Hattie coming live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. That like felt like it ended suddenly, did it? What? The the intro seemed to have ended suddenly. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Come on. With, did you do the whole Living Fearless Devotional? I did. Devotion? Okay. <laughs> it's a production. <laughs> ResurrectMinistry.com. We would love for you to check out the website. This is where we harness the power of the internet to share the gospel everywhere on earth. And the idea was the original inspiration. I met Jesus on YouTube. So we wanted to create a place where people can go and meet Jesus without ever walking in a church or having a Christian friend. So share the website with those who may not um, have faith in Christ yet, or may be new to their walk or are coming back to the Lord. Whatever it may be, we love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the Donate Now button. And then one of the most important things you can do is comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Let us know what you think about the devotional or the scripture or anything else you want to talk about. Yes. If you need prayer for something or you want to comment on Hedia's amazing hair. Oh, right. Or her beautiful dress. <laughs> Uh, you can do that too. This is the late, late show. Yes. Our friends, late. I think, have fallen asleep. <laughs> well, they'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then what we'd like you to do is go down and look in the description where you'll see some of our sponsors like LifeWise. Uh, go to livelifewise.tv. We need you to use that URL because then they will know that it comes from us and uh, and they will know that you followed the sponsor link. Yeah. And that would be amazing if you would do that. At least go there and check things out. The, the products are amazing. I use all of them. Uh, every day and they're all fantastic and then StreamYard is the platform that we're using right now and uh, again use that url that says get streamyardnow.com StreamYard is the platform we are using to broadcast you and it's so simple to use and you can look so professional not like us but like <laughs> professionals i mean you know <laughs> we do the best we can yes and we are reading from aw tozer uh, and the scripture today that we'll be using is john 14 1 through 4 so prepare your Bibles for that as we... Um... And I think I'm going to read one through six. Are you? Jesus right. is the way, the truth, and the life. So a little farther down. Turn that four into a six. Yes. And uh, we'll be going a little bit further uh, than what we have there. So as I said before, we're reading from Tozier for the Christian leader uh, for August 31st. For third? Yeah, for 31st. <laughs> just so you know, I just flew in from Virginia a few hours ago, so uh, my arms are very tired, and so are my lips, apparently. Your arms? Yeah, because I flew oh. from Virginia. <laughs> oh, boy, that sounds like a dad joke. It's an old vaudeville joke, actually. Oh. Okay, so, <laughs> and uh, the title is Coming Home. Isn't that so funny? Isn't I it? just came home from Virginia. Uh, Coming Home is the title. Uh, and the reference for this devotional is John 14, 3. And it says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may also be, or be also. Hmm. Sounds better when I say also be. Not really. <laughs> All right. Tozier says, some years ago, one of our national Christian brothers from the land of Thailand gave his testimony in my hearing. He told what it had meant in his life and for the future when the missionaries came with the good news of the gospel of Christ. He described the godly life of one of the early missionaries and then said, he is in the father's house now. He told of one of the missionary women and the love of Christ she had displayed 
and then said, she is in the father's house now. What a vision for a humble Christian who only a generation before had been a pagan worshiping idols and spirits. And now because of grace and mercy, he talks about the father's house as though it were just a step away across the street. This is the gospel of Christ, the kind of Christianity I believe in. What joy to discover that God is not mad at us and that he, oh, and sorry, and that we are his children. What a hope that makes it possible for the Lord's people to lie down quietly when the time comes and whisper, Father, I am coming home. Thank you, Lord, for this incredible truth. And this is the message of hope that we share as we proclaim the gospel. Let us do it joyfully today. Amen. Amen. Now that I've read this, uh, uh, well, now that I've heard it for the third time, you read it once and then I read it before we went on, is that I really do now get that feeling of, uh, of kind of where I am, that I struggled for so many years to really understand what it meant to be born again. And even during that period of time that I was a Christian in name only, where I was this dude walking around a church mm-hmm. and doing religious things, mm-hmm. I always felt I wasn't I didn't feel confident that I would that I would going be able to, to say that house. I'm going to the father's house I was <laughs> going to go to somewhere yeah Hopefully. Lucifer's house <laughs> but there was that possibility that's actually that strong possibility yeah that I was just hoping maybe on the day that I die I happen to hit, hit it right on that day Nice. Because any other moment of that day, I could have been pulling some other shenanigans yes. that would have stirred me to a different house. I would have gone to the wrong address. Hello? Is this is this the mansion? Oh, believe me, you, would, you wouldn't be knocking. It would, there probably would not be it's, a doubt. It's one of those things they tell you to do during yeah. a fire. You touch the door to see if it's hot. Right? Yeah. You go, oh, that door is too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opening that door. Yeah. I'm going to go next door. For sure. See if that was go out it. the window. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so interesting because I, I didn't see that or feel that the first two times, but um, that's uh, that, that caught me. I, I know what he's talking about now. So for me, I, I just love um, hearing about missionaries. I have such a uh, fascination with the lives of missionaries because, as I've said before, um, as a Muslim we hated missionaries, you know, every country I traveled all over the world. And we were always like those darn missionaries to keep converting them to, to great. And we were fascinated and, and perplexed and angry. And, and now like just being um, in the family of Christ, I just, I have this just profound love and fascination with people who go overseas and sacrifice the comfort of living in the States to bring people to the family of Christ and the mm-hmm. the grace and the mercy and the love that they display so selfishly, so selflessly, and thousands and millions of people they brought to faith. Mm-hmm. And so I love hearing these kind of stories. And like every time I meet somebody from India or somewhere that I knew, or you know, Korea, I ask them, Oh, so how did you come to faith? Were your parents believers? <laughs> and so many times, uh, the stories they tell of missionaries are generational. In other words, that their parents converted from missionaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're second or third generation Christians as a result of those faithful missionaries, you know, 100 or 150 years ago. Mm. 
It's just so glorious. I'm so. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I just yeah. my heart goes out to our missionaries all over the world and the and the sacrifices they make for the gospel is just extraordinary. Those people you once talked poorly about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so amazing. <laughs> like, wow, God is so good. Like, just the way that that turned around on me is just fascinating to me. <laughs> we got a bunch of our peeps on. Hey, uh, and, we thought you guys were all asleep. Uh, Kate's here, but actually she's in September. We're still in August. And Kate is in the middle of the afternoon in September, so it's a little <laughs> easier for her. Yes. Thank you, Kate. Hello, Lisa. Nice to see you. Hi, Lisa. And uh, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Now it's very late for Cindy. Yeah. Lisa's in our time zone. Yeah. Hi, and Iris. Iris. Hi, Iris. Nice to see you. So let's go ahead and read, uh, if you don't mind. Is this a good time to read John? Yes. Uh, 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you will also be where I am. You know the where the you know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? <laughs> Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Wow. Yes. See, I, I stopped it at five or four. And I was like, oh, no, how could I not yeah. believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? <sighs> and this is after the Last Supper, and he's basically confirmed for them that, you know, he's going to be going away. He's going to be crucified. Of course, he doesn't tell them that's the way he's dying. But but they know something's happening. They, they're right. all very nervous. Um, and that somebody will betray him. Yeah. So they heard so there's that a too. lot going on at this party. There is. <laughs> Um, and then Thomas, doubting Thomas, doubting Thomas is, uh, is a little multiple questions. Yeah, and then Philip asked a bunch yeah. of questions too. Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, those were those, the, you know, when somebody will ask you like, if you could go back in time, uh, you know, where would you go? I, there were for many, many years. I want, I'd want to go back to medieval times. Or during the Revolutionary War times. Those are the two times in the past. Oh, well. But more recently, I, I'm thinking that I would want to be around. I know it sounds bad. But I'd want to be around during this, the Last Supper. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty significant. I know. <laughs> oh, because, wait. But not because you want to I, I, wonder whether you'd betray him or not. Yeah, but. no. I, I, I just, I, maybe I could be a waiter at the Last Supper. <laughs> so I could like be listening in. He only had friends there. there. No, no, there was no waiters. There was no waiters. They weren't at, like at a restaurant. They weren't like at Olive Garden. No, because you know olives, uh, Olive Garden. Oh, that was a dad joke. <laughs> that was a dad joke. <laughs> to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would like to just, I, I just, I wanted, I want to feel the vibe, kind of. Oh, I get that. You know, and and kind of understand what was happening and what was, you know, what 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 was happening in the you know the corner. Like yes. the, what was the chat? What was the chatter like? Hey, is, is you know, is he going to get arrested today? No, he's not going to get arrested. No, we're gonna we're gonna fight him. We're gonna we're gonna take on those Romans. What about after he died? Yeah, on the like the the two on the road um, to Aramaeus, you yeah. know that they were just kind of like, oh my god, he died, and they said that he's back, but I don't believe it. And yeah, all that time, I, I just right. I, yeah, that I think I, I'll I'll take back all the other times I said I wanted to be around, and I want to be there. 
Yes, for that sure. That's the, the one place. See Jesus in the flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just get a feel for everything that was happening. What about you guys? Do you guys feel like you would want to be there? Or is it too emotional? Or is it not, you know, you'd rather be around when he was maybe talking to the children about, you know, woodworking or something? That's random. <laughs> Well, I mean, that just think that's I mean, a happier time. Right? It was only three and a half years, so why not the whole thing? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can live three years in that environment. I like having <laughs> air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, I just, God. I just, I'd be there for a couple hours. You know, I mean, I used to love camping, but you know what? I don't, I don't need to camp much anymore. No. No. Yeah. Little... You don't have the you have nothing to prove. <laughs> Yeah, I know how to start a fire. I mean, if I have to, I could live in the wilderness. I've done it. I've, I mean, I've lived on very little. Oh, I know. I know what it means to a basin to abound. Like, yeah. I, do, <laughs> I, do, I have nothing to prove to no one. I've sat on rocks for a toilet. I've, yes. cre- I've, I've created a toilet out of rocks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> done all that. Slept on a dirt floor <laughs> with bugs and, yeah, done all of that. Speared from my life. Oh, Sydney said she got woke up. Did we wake you up? What woke you up? That is funny. The big bright moon because that moon is huge tonight. Huge. You should I, have seen it yesterday. I missed it. It's it. even was, bigger. Yeah, I missed the whole dark. And we thing. have random Rick reviews. Hey, hey, Who's, Rick. Nice. We have you. a medieval time in our mall. I'm sure it's the same for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the giant turkey leg. Yeah, you don't have to. They don't give you silverware at medieval times. Oh, you really? Eat with your hands, yeah, because they give you corn. And a big piece of chicken or turkey. No, I love Rick's next comment. Oh. We've evolved past camping. Why do folks still do that? <laughs> I don't know, Rick. Honestly. It is kind of fun. It is. No, I don't know. I don't think yeah. there's anything fun about it. <laughs> what does Kate say? She'd like to be somewhere. In 1916, Irish battle in Dublin for the freedom of England. Oh, wow. That's very cool. That is really cool. Paul. Hey, Paul. Nice to see you. Hey, Hi, we got Paul. a couple men on tonight. That's Look awesome. Look at that. It is awesome reading of the places in the Bible and remembering my time at those places. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually uh, in the Israeli army. I think Paul was in the Israeli army. Oh, wow. Or Israeli police. One of the two. And Uh, Rob Svigaboli. Rob? What's (laughs) happening, bro? Mayberry, that's one of my nicknames. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you know this person. Yes, we we drove buses together. How do you pronounce that name? Just Rob S., what? I, I don't know. I don't think that's his really his real last name. Really? Is that Rob? Is that really your last name? And I just never knew it. <laughs> and why are you called Mayberry? Or do I not want to know? No, Andy of Mayberry. Andy oh, Griffith show. Oh, okay. And so they all called me Mayberry because of my first name. Uh, did we get this one? I don't know. Uh, no, I would have. Uh, Kate says I would have liked to have hung around with the women at the well. Her faith would have uh, been bubbling. Yes. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And Mary Magdalene. Who wouldn't want to meet Mary Magdalene? For sure. Uh, uh, Iris? Yeah. Go, you did. Okay. Iris would like to be in the room with the apostles when Jesus first appeared to them after he was resurrected. Oh, yes. yeah. That sounded like a very good time, too. Another time, I would like to have been walking on the road with those guys talking to Jesus, but they didn't know it was Jesus. Yes, Aramaic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that the right way to pronounce it? I think so. Uh, so the discussion, uh, reminds Lisa of the movie Risen that she watched on Prime Video. It is an epic biblical story of the resurrection as told through the eyes of a non-believer, a Roman guard. So good. I thought, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. We really liked that too. Yeah. It was good. Cindy I says. I might watch that again now that you brought it up. <laughs> yes. I would want to be there in some way that I would know who Jesus was. I would want to travel 
in time, since she's Jewish, I would not want to be a part of sending him to the cross. Amen. Yeah, that would be that Jesus, though. Would we recognize him? Because we recognize him as Newport Jesus, where he's got the sissy, long flowing sissy hair. Jesus? Sissy Jesus. Sissy Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus, uh, yeah, of, Jesus of the of the Bible is a little bit more rugged, I think. Yes, and I heard he sh it was short, shorter, and he wasn't as handsome as they make him out to be. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What's what's handsome? <laughs> I mean, you know, they don't, it doesn't look like a, a swimsuit model. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rob Sfisfoli is saying that that is his last name. Is it really? So you can you, you have now you have to pronounce it. Yeah. What's this? Hey, men just kiss women. What? What does that mean? Men just kiss women. <laughs> He's right on that. That's biblical. <laughs> um, Paul was both in the army and the police oh. in Israel for ten years. I got them both right. Wow. <laughs> I'll take that win. Oh wait, so Rob's telling us Sevolgi. Sevolgi. Wow, Rob. Sevolgi. I don't know how I I never knew. I just called him. You don't remember people's first names more or less their last. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Risen was an awesome movie, Kate says. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love camping. I'm with Andy 100%. Yes. <laughs> and Rick says, I would have liked to have been there where Jesus flipped the tables in the temple. Starts the slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a good moment, too. Yep. I totally agree. Yeah. Love that men are talking. <laughs> yes, me too. Thank Bingo. You. Thank you, men, for being here. Spevgoli. I'm going to say that three times fast. Right. Um, M woke me up because she was hungry. I don't usually go to sleep early since I wake up and then I saw you would be on. So I'm awake and here I am. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> um, are, have you ever had, I, I'm sure I feel, I'm trying to think if we ever talked about this before, but uh, have you ever had the fear so, sorry, I'm going to have to be the one to go out there. Okay. I'm going out there. Now I want to look now you're like fixed. I have a polish. Um, have you ever had that fear of dying? Did you ever have, like, what happens when I die, you know, and where do I go? Oh, anxiety about it? That's why I left a song. I mean, oh, that really? was one of the main reasons. Did you remember? I yeah, but I didn't know what it had to do with. I just I felt I was afraid it had, I was going to die and go to hell. Oh. Uh, Cause I was like, how can I do all this work and I'm going to still go to hell? Like nobody's going to tell me I'm for sure going to paradise. I was obsessed with it. I just as a kid, I had this. I was used to be so deathly afraid of dying. Just not not necessarily hell or heaven or where I was going. No, no, I was, was afraid just, I was going to the wrong place. It was just going to be over. No, no, I didn't. I didn't want to go to the wrong place. I didn't want to go to the door that was hot. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. I want somebody to guarantee me I'm going to the right place. <laughs> Because I, because I was a rule, I've always been a rule follower. I was like, tell me what I need to get to point A or B. Like, whatever, whatever it takes, just tell me, and I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell me, we don't know. I don't know how to get there. You know, right. then what, what's the point? Follow the yellow brick road. But see, in Islam, <laughs> they, they, they can't tell you that. They're mm -hmm. just like, no, well, you're just going to find out. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. You find out at the end when you're dead and you can't change it? What kind of a nonsense is that? You go all the way to the end and then you're like, eh, you missed it. Eternity, <laughs> hellfire, have fun. See you later. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Why does anybody sign up for that? I don't even know. Just, just try again. Yeah, big what's, niche. Big, what's, what's, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, what is it all about? Come on. Give, uh, us, give us a little bit more, big niche. Yes. 
Kate, <laughs> most 13 and 14 year olds are confronted with those thoughts, Andy. <laughs> about camping or about? About dying. Dying. Ah. I was younger than that. I just remember I used to take a bath in my mom's bathroom. And thought you were going to drown? No, and I would, I would just, uh, that's where I, some, for some reason, that's where I would have these thoughts about dying. Oh, I actually never had thoughts of dying. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I always said, I don't want to die. And I don't want to so die. Bizarre. And then my mom would come in and say, you're not going to die. In the bathtub. Yeah, yeah just calm down. You just, got years before you're going to die. You just got, scrub your ears. I go, yeah, but I don't want to die 40 years from now, 30 years from now, whatever it was. Really? Yeah, I, I used to I remember when you were a kid, you think 30 is like, ancient no i know but I, you would think about death that much yeah yeah it used to just it used that's to, a trip and then you chose a profession where you confronted death yeah. 52 times yeah a day. <laughs> that is wow. kind of funny that is weird <laughs> but no i think i was like anywhere between seven and ten years old it was a very difficult period of time it almost I, it, it, from of course now my memory is that every time i took a bath i would think about it but yeah. it was it was enough that it affected me for sure you remember it yeah i remember i I was almost like paralyzed in the bathtub that I couldn't, you know, it, it was just so, I was so distraught. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a scary time. Uh, what's Cindy saying? I had a fear of dying because I worked hard at not being murdered. So I was always surviving. Wow. That's very, that's very serious, Cindy. Wow. Even when I knew I had an eternity with Jesus, I had a hard time changing my paradigm perspective. Yeah, whoa, of course. Whoa, How can whoa. you? Oh, what you have overcome, Cindy. Hallelujah. That's amazing. And Dixie says, I was facing my fear. Dixie says, you were, what, in the bathtub? No. <laughs> and no, I didn't, like, shove my face under the water. Uh, I think that's probably how it happened the first time I, I put my face underwater and then thought, am I going to drown? And it came up really quick. Did you ever do stuff weird. like that when you were a kid? Like, you have this weird thought, like, if you're on the ledge of, like, of a tall building, you think, you know, I could just jump off right now. Yes. And then you scare yourself. Like, I can't believe yes. I just thought that. Yes. Or are you driving down the freeway and you think I could just drive drove over into the yes. opposite lane of traffic? I used to drive actually so fast that it was dangerous. Which I'm <laughs> well, sure, I've been with you when you drove like that. Which I'm sure you have too. <laughs> so don't say it's just me. <laughs> but I always felt under control. No, I occasionally felt that I was going a little too fast. Yeah. Were you driving around UCLA that one time in your yeah. mom's car? Yeah. Wow. That was <laughs> that was crazy schmooks. <laughs> I pretended like I wasn't even worried. <laughs> That's how I am with the kids when I'm when I'm the passenger and they're driving. Uh, I pretend I'm not. I, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I slapped Zara today. She... <laughs> My daughter right. yet again turned made a left turn into oncoming traffic. And because an ambulance had just passed, the cars were standing still. Otherwise, she would have T-boned me yet again. So... I mean, even while she was at the wheel, I just slapped her. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> uh, what are you trying to kill me? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Reported. Could be menaces. I don't know what that means. Menaces. Huh, I don't know. That's it's a, a little... Twitch. That's a Twitch viewer for you. Yeah. A little joker uh, face. Yeah, yeah. Help us out there. We've all passed camp. Yeah, you, how come we have a bunch of Twitch people on today? No, it that's just, it's just that guy. It's just one guy. No, that was a different name up there. No, it's Random Rick. No, that was another one. No. Yeah. You have your Rob Spigoli friend. No. It's the same guy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Don't trust me. Sorry. Oh, just you two saying driving in traffic, et cetera. Oh. Oh, you could be menaces. Yes. Yes. 
Well, not us. Oh, oh yeah, you. <laughs> Where are you? Like, I am I, everywhere. I came I, up with a different, with his YouTube logo now. <laughs> I was allowed to drive that fast because I had a, I was a police officer. Yeah, me, I had no excuse. She had no reason to do that. <laughs> I was just a spoiled rich girl. I was chasing bad guys. Yeah. Um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, random Rick threw me off my that he's everywhere. My thought process. Yeah. <laughs> now he's on YouTube. <laughs> um, so, oh, you're talking about Zara's driving. Yes. Oh, so it, is this something that she's going to get over, do you think? I don't know. <laughs> this, Honestly, this sudden... I don't know. I, I put it on medicine even to think that I would <laughs> fix it. It has done nothing. We still drove in oncoming traffic. She's like, the light was green. And I was like, it's bi-directional. It's green for the people on the other side of the road. So as many of you know, I, I trained dogs for 40 years or something like that, some long period of time. I'm only 30, so I'm not sure how I did that. But, um, you know, there were these certain dogs that you would get from customers. And they always wanted this goal. They had this goal of, well, I want to be able to walk my dog off leash. And, uh, and so I'd have to, you know, spend some time with them and then say, listen, not this I, I don't, I don't think off leash is in your, in in your, your future. future with this dog. Oh, no, not because of the dog, but because of the owner. Well, because of the owner, but that's the type of dog they had. This dog yeah. is just like Huskies are dogs that they love to take off and run. There's certain breeds that are like that. Yeah. But sometimes you have even a German shepherd who can, who's, they're one of the smarter dogs. They're like number two on the list of intelligence uh, after the standard poodle. And you can train them to do a whole lot of things, but every once in a while you get one, you just go, it's either too dangerous because they're aggressive and you say, you know what? I'm just, you're just, this, this is how it is. You're, you're just, you have the dog you have. So and the snickerdoodle no, oh, would have been very smart. Could have been. It, it depends on what part of the genetics it got from uh, which side of the family. Okay. So my point is, is that, you know, sometimes we just have kids that, you know, yeah. you just can't <laughs> let them well, off leash. You talk, you talk about <laughs> that in relation to dogs. I have always had au pairs. They come from overseas. <laughs> and so you sent him to driving school. And I had one from China. Uh-huh. And he she went to two lessons. And the guy came and said, Listen, I'm gonna be totally up, I'm gonna be totally straight with you. Do not let this woman into a car. <laughs> Don't. And most importantly, do not let her in a car with your kid. Okay. I'm just telling you straight up, she's never gonna learn to drive. And I was like, wait a minute, it's that bad? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm actually stopping the lessons. It's that bad. I was like, how? how like, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, yeah just, just like you with the dog. Yeah. She, he was just like, no, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, this one, not a driver. <laughs> so that was it. I mean, I, I had to send her back because she because, could drive. Right. What good is an au pair that can't drive? Right. You had to get an au peach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, full of dad jokes. Today. Oh, Cindy, Cindy's gonna try to make me feel better here. Okay. See, she said I tried to teach Alex to drive. It was a mess. I was screaming, "Go stop!" and hitting her. Alex was crying. She was laughing so hard we had to pull over <laughs> on someone else to take over. Cindy, it's the story of our lives. Okay, <laughs> I ha- I have twenty hours of driving school for her. I scream and cry at Andy like, "Please, you take her." I, I mean, take her. We have no problems. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a spaz. <laughs> Clearly, clearly. Um, and, and she's saying uh, Alex also drove terrible at first. The first car lasted an hour and she totaled eight cars. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Totaled. Eight of them? 
I told Zara I'm not getting her another one after today, after one. It's like, how could you keep buying her cars after eight? Like, how do your insurance? How does your insurance? How do you get insurance yeah. after that? Because I told her if she trashes one more time, I'm not. I won't be able to get insurance for her. Sounds like she would have been really good at the country fair where they have those. Uh, cars? Yeah, no, those demolition derbies. <laughs> or they, you purposely crash into the cars. Right. She would have been great at that. She would have made uh, a Holy lot of money. Holy cow. Doing it. I mean, I'd rather <laughs> smash three cars, but eight? I've never heard of such a thing. Wow. Oh my God. By the way, Sweetie is doing much better. <laughs> she's, still, she's still alive. Wow. Oh my gosh. Even Rick is shocked. Eight. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know what, Cindy, honestly, we love you, but we're actually more concerned about you getting her eight cars <laughs> than her having smashed them. I'm like, at what point were you like, you know what? You need to walk or you need to learn to ride a bike. Because <laughs> I actually think that's in our future. I really wow. don't. I think I need to send Zara away to school where she can get a little like one of those thingies, those motorized scooters or something. Yeah. <laughs> Golf cart. Or is that too big? Is that yeah. even too big? She has to pay $100 a year for a license. Wow. And what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe she has to pay extra because she's. She shouldn't be allowed to drive, and because that's not insurance. Yeah, insurance how, did you, how did she even get insurance like that? Wow, that's a rabbit trail. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Any cool Jesus stories from your trip? Did you evangelize to any of you Uber drivers? Absolutely nothing. I have not one single Jesus story. I, I wear this shirt on the plane. My other shirt that I wore on the plane was the you know don't get dead from Dan Bongiorno. Bongino. Bongino. I did that. You You're did right. That I do time. say it. There's a jazz artist with that last name. So anyway, oh. uh, Bongino. And uh, I get so many compliments from that shirt. People, yes, people pat, love pat that me shirt. on the back and say, love that shirt. I love listening to him and blah, blah, blah. And I was in Virginia. Yes. Which is near Washington, D.C., right? You know that. Yes. <laughs> Very familiar. Uh, but I did get people looking at this shirt. They look at it, but they, they I'm they not sure. They don't know what God they are talking about. There's only one God. What do you mean? Well, to them, there's not. There's to them, there's multiple gods. Mm. Yeah, no, but I didn't have. Uh, I didn't have any. I, I could easily see a Muslim saying that's a great shirt. But I had every ethnic version of an Uber driver that I think that there is. I was really it. trying to segue into Jesus tonight with the Pakistani <laughs> uh, coffee maker. I oh. just kept thinking. I was like, I got to find a way of interjecting Jesus in here, um, but I couldn't. How is it we talked about carnivore diet with with the Because Saudi. he wanted to get us a so we were the we were at a uh, Yemeni coffee house and the guy was clearly he was a Pakistani Saudi um because I was asking him about Arab coffee and he so I assumed he was a Muslim and I was just just itching for a way to talk about the gospel, but I couldn't find a segue. Hmm. I was thinking because he was saying, I was like, do you like it here? He says, no, I want to go back home. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe I'll be like, oh. I wanted to ask him how he feels uh, about 9-11 and that most of the people came from Saudi Arabia. That was my, yeah. that's the first thing that hit my my brain. Really? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like my article? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy, uh, he wants to know if you lie down and put your feet in that poor lady's oh. face. <laughs> no, but I got to tell you. Um, somebody wrote something like she looked like she was a crab, but no, what happened was that plane was freezing cold. I felt like I was in a freezer. Oh, tell plane. them your, your blanky story. Yeah. So I, I was freezing and I, you know, it's uh summer and I don't bring it. I was wearing flip-flops 
I didn't bring a coat. That's like, why would you why bring you a coat? Don't wear flip flops. <laughs> he doesn't know the basic rules of flying. I, I fly no, almost every day. No flip flops on the plane, no, and everybody a, brings a jacket. Whatever. Uh, the the the, the chocolates are my weapon. And since I can't carry a gun on the plane, I could throw that thing like that. I'd take out a, a they'll knock the gun right out of the terrorist hands uh, I'll, I'll, in the switch for the, the, the dead man switch. So um, I'm freezing, I'm literally freezing. So, and, I, and I'm pretty tolerant. I could take it for a while, but no, this was way too cold. And I even asked the, uh, the uh, I almost said stewardess, the flight attendant for a blanket. Why and she can't said, you say stewardess? Because it's not politically correct. It's racist? No, because there's stewards and then there's girls who think that they're men and it, it's a whole thing. It's flight attendant. Oh. It's non-binary. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and so I asked the flight attendant, hey, can I get a blanket? She goes, well, no, that's only for first class. I go, what? So I have to freeze because I'm not in first class? I said, I'll pay for a first class ticket. And that's how cold I was. And she wow. goes, sorry, no blanket. No blanket for you. And, uh, and She literally saw you freezing and wouldn't give you a no. blanket? And she had them to give? She says, yeah, they have them. But she goes, no, you're not in the first class. And I, and I was in there, like, I, my lips were blue. And other people were doing the same thing. There were people in parkas and people who had, like, yeah. And so I'm sitting there. And you asked this, them to turn the temperature up and they refused to do that. This, this, not, no, no, this, is, this is the way it is. And I, I go, can I get some hot coffee? So they brought me hot coffee. So I'm, I'm drinking hot coffee, freezing. That lady who they said, she goes, you know what? I have a coat. Can I get you a coat? I said, no, it's, it's okay. I don't want you to get up. She goes, Dude, I'm because I'm getting you a coat. She got up and got gave me her coat. Aww. She had a coat for herself, of course. And, and it was she, a rainbow parka. No, <laughs> no, I just said that. It really wasn't rainbow. But um, she brought it over, and I snuggled up to that thing, and I was and I was still kind of cold, but it much it, it was so much better. So she was Isn't very that nice. nice. A stranger yes. would give him a jacket. So I decided not to put my bare feet in her face. On her your dogs. Face. Yeah, decided not to put her dog, yeah, your I dogs. Did, I didn't put her. my dogs on her lap. Or my head. I thought about leaning over. I said, can you keep me warm? <laughs> but, uh, You're yeah. terrible. But yeah, she gave me a coat. No flip-flops, no crocs. And I was afraid because I have a very sensitive nose. And I was going, please don't let her be a cat lady or something like that. Or like very strong, or, noxious yeah. perfume. Or, or like B.O. Or B.O. Yeah. No, it, there was no odor to the coat. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was almost like it was brand new. And you didn't talk about Jesus. And I did talk about Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. No, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I should have, but she was very nice to give me her coat. So I, no flip-flops, no Crocs. See, Rick knew that. Well, no Crocs. I, I agree with that. I went for, what? What's the? Orange County, we live in flip-flops. Can you go anywhere here in Orange County and not find a man in flip-flops? No, it's It is just a it, thing. It, it, yeah, and it disgusts me. <laughs> but there's nothing I can do about it. But The lady did mention, she goes, Oh, you're obviously from California because nobody else would come to Virginia. In That's flip -flops. my point. And I said, you know what? My wife tells me the same thing. That's and she goes, the well, point. Your, your wife you're is very smart. You're leaving your zip code. You're leaving the zip code. When in Rome, do as the Romans. No. Right? No. Oh, my goodness. But, come on. Go ahead. Um, I went to get an MRI and I was trying to have a Jesus moment. Oh. So the guy was from Nigeria. And he says to me, are you okay? Because I'd been in there a long time. And I was like, he's like, are you, are you managing okay? And I was like, yeah, Jesus is with me. And he's mm. like, what? And I said, I'm praying like the Lord Jesus. And he's like, oh, 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 you're one of those. And I was like, what? 
was like, <laughs> and where was knows? this? Where was this doctor from? I was in the MRI machine. It was the tech. Oh, it was a tech. Yeah, I was like, this isn't gonna go very far. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like to pray. I'm like, you don't like to pray? He's like, nah, nah. Didn't find much use for that stuff. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Yeah. One day. One day, something will happen. Okay, so Cindy back to her daughter in mm. the eight smashed cars. She's saying, I told her to stop driving an Uber and she kept buying cars. So she did much better once she was a mom driving with a child. Her last accident was oh. when she was pregnant and the baby is four now. Oh, Cindy, this is a, such a terrifying discussion. For, for a me. minute, I just, I scanned it and saw Uber. I, I thought she said she- Become thought, an Uber yeah, driver? Yeah, she was going to be a Uber. She was an Uber driver. I was going, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, that would have been, I think I've been in a couple of those people's cars. Right? Yeah. Yes, it was very nice for Dixie. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice that yes. she gave you a coat. She was very thoughtful. Uh, Rick says, nothing like a non-Christian in the healing profession. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not only was he not a Christian, but he was just not having anything to do with God, period. He didn't say, is there another tech that's he's a like, Christian? He's like, oh, are you... <laughs> no, because he's like, he's the OG of MRIs. Uh, like, he's been there for, like, donkey years. Donkey so, years? Yeah, <laughs> there forever and so everybody loves him you know but how long is a donkey year uh it's uh, longer than dog year oh how you know how it? like a year is a seven years and oh years? yeah donkey years is like 12 really yeah wow usually i'm the one who comes up with nonsense <laughs> like that i just you're making it up aren't you no it's just you're like just making it up no you never heard that expression you're just trying to get back to me because when I first met, I asked you if you had a camel or a donkey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's donkey years. <laughs> yeah, when I met her at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills at church um, and found out she was Persian, I said, oh, do you have, do you have a camel at home? And eat falafel. <laughs> and eat falafel. Persians don't eat falafel, by the way. <laughs> and then she goes, will you marry me after that? It was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said I would give would you marry me? Really? <laughs> uh, Kate's saying maybe she secretly wants to live in Australia and drive on the opposite side of the road. Oh. Yeah, see that? Zara, yeah. That'd be maybe good, maybe that's a good test. Maybe that's a we good go test. to Ireland or uh, somewhere like that. Or Australia. And Rick says we will say a prayer for our diagnostic tech. Amen. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Do we know his name. Do we know his name? Mr. MRI. Apparently. Yes. They won't even let her door dash without people in the car with oh. her driving record. She tried. <laughs> <laughs> the food's not safe. Oh my God. That is crazy. <laughs> you have such a bad driving record. They won't let you door dash. <laughs> wow. That is funny. Oh. oh, before we leave, I want to make sure and put the link for your article. Uh, in and it has to do with bricks yeah not, not the bricks like you build a wall the bricks alliance and we talked about it a little bit the other day but for those of you that did not um but most of you were with us that day but if those of you that weren't we're just it's the uh alliance of brazil russia india china south africa and now uae and iran and saudi and Argentina have joined, and it has potentially devastating consequences for the United States. It gives me a chance to take a slam at the Saudis uh, for exporting their hatred and also just planning the destruction of the United States for decades. Um, they write about it in their elementary school textbooks. Um, 
they've taught their children to hate America um, and everything that we represent. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they would use this as an opportunity to deal a, fi you know, a final blow to the United States. So sure. we shouldn't um, keep our eyes off of them in their next move. I, I love, you know, that what we have these discussions about your articles and then you read them to me. And one of the things uh, usually I, you know, I may have a little bit of input from time yes. to time. But on this one, um, very little input because I go, I don't, you're going to have to study this one. I just heard about it. But I, I really was wondering how you were going to connect it to a Christian issue. Yes. And uh, you got to read the whole thing because you do wrap it up very nicely into a, Thank you. a very nicely uh, written Christian uh, article. And that night before, the night before, I woke up Andy in the middle of the night, but he doesn't remember it because he was asleep. I was like, I figured it out. I figured it out, Andy. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I was, was like, good. oh, that's good, honey. That's good. So make sure those of you that are listening on the podcast, uh, the link is not in the description. I just posted it in the comments here on the live broadcast. So just go to the Christian post and uh, type in Hedia's name and uh, you will find it. It's uh, in the current uh, homepage. It's right there on the homepage of uh, the Christian Post. Yes. So go to the ChristianPost.com. No dot, right? It's just Christian Post. Yeah. ChristianPost.com and, um, and look for the article. It is interesting. I, I, I wonder why. I mean, I, I always, we always know why you'll read certain news, certain things that are happening in the world on some stations over another. Um, but this really doesn't seem to be hitting any nope. of the major broadcasting. And my networks. editor said, oh, she's like, I love the way you bring our attention to things that none that we didn't hear about. She's like, I totally miss this. And she's like, but it's so important. I said, yes, I am now a master of the obscure yet significant <laughs> news pieces. <laughs> and so my question is, why do you think this is not even, it doesn't have the interest of Fox seemingly, it doesn't have the interest of CNN or MSNBC. So interesting. I got a perspective from a um, financial advisor that I had the other day. And I was like, so what's this thing about the bricks and the currency? He's like, oh my God, we've been hearing about that for 10 years. He's like, it's nonsense. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's just nonsense because nobody's ever going to change a currency from the US dollar. The Saudis will never do that. And blah, 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 blah. Nobody ever wants to rely on Russia and China. Who would want to do that? Um, People that so, hate us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to me. So you think it's just noise? I, uh, quite possibly, mm. but I don't like the advent of the Saudis because historically, if we were not in such a weak position, the Saudis would never align themselves against the United States. Mm. Like historically, though they've been planning it, we should expect it. So as a theologian, I could tell you, yes, you should anticipate that they've got a knife in your back and they would, you know, stab you at any second. But Politically, they have not demonstrated that whatsoever. Mm. You know, they're one of the greatest allies of the United States. But the fact that they're, they're, they've agreed to join BRICS is a signal that the relationship with the United States is weakening, mm. which is significant. What about the African countries that are a part of this? They, they really... I don't really think they're significant. And mm. Russia and China, we already know they're enemies. It's really, to me, the advent of the Muslim nations uh, Iran, Saudi, UAE, and then they're talking about bringing in Turkey and Indonesia. I mean, they will literally have the entire Muslim world aligned against the Western countries. Mm. And so with 
that of itself, like OPEC, not significant to the United States at all. They're like, yeah, okay, fine. You play around, do whatever you want, you know, in your, in your sandy playground. But when you add Russia and China and their might and their GDP and their influence and their resources, you take the alliance to another level. Right. Then the guys with turbans and camels. So unbelievable. And just in the three years that we've been in this mess with this current person in Uh the White House, how weak we have become. Yes. We could become so weak so fast to put us in the position that he's put us in. Yes. It really is incredible. It's shocking. Just so much. Destroy so much in such a short period of time. Um, and but it's much I think it's easy to do that than it is to come back. I mean, even if we are were to make a significant change, whatever, whoever it is, uh, that it's still going to be a road uh, to come back from some of the stuff. Yes. I mean, we've been overtaken by millions of illegal immigrants. I mean, I actually can't even see the way forward, to tell you the truth, mm. um, because Trump is so despised. There's nobody that could um, knock him off the position. He will he will win the nomination if allowed to compete. Yep. But I just don't see how this plays out between him and Biden. Like, I, I'm honestly, I don't see how this plays out for the country. Because it's so divisive. People are so, um, so emotional and passionate and just obsessed with this, with being either for or against Trump. I am I know, I just wondering you, how it all plays out, honestly. I'm pretty sure you don't agree with me on this, but I, I just don't believe that it's that many Americans. Clearly, the politicians, the ones who have been making so much money for so long, Republican, rhinos, and Democrats, despise what he will do, which he will bring it all down. And that that's the, those, that, that, that group of people, whether you call it the deep state or what have you, is in control of so much they will make it so difficult and so well, because, hard and it's but not, the people the americans i don't believe that it's well, that yeah, it's less than 50 percent. no i don't believe it what, what do you mean I, I believe that it's significantly more people love trump and are, would rather see him as I mean, president I, I, even, I if even if it's 60 40 even if it's 60 40 yeah 40 percent of the country hates his guts don't care you don't care. Yeah, that's always the way it is. No, but I'm no, uh, no, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, is that between the military industrial complex, mm-hmm. the Fortune 500 companies, and the politicians of the deep state all aligned against him, it's, uh, I don't see how this plays out, is my point. I think it's going to be extremely destructive for this country. Yeah. I think that. I don't even think that it's, I mean, it, Ramaswamy, um, who, uh, you know, if, I mean, he's a young guy. I don't think that he has any chance. But just say if, if he got elected, it would be the same thing because he has the same ideas. I don't think so. And the same policies. But they, don't have hate, they don't have that hatred for him. It would be a regular election. But what the, the entire deep state apparatus and the military industrial complex would not be afraid of Vivek. True. You know, True. he talks a big talk, but he's not Trump. Yeah, you can tell how afraid they are because they're going to such extremes, such obvious extremes yeah. that they don't even care. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's saying, including Tucker Carlson and, and Dan Bongino and everybody else, that his life, that President Trump's life is in danger, that they, they can see that none of what they're doing is working, that the only thing left for sure is assassination. It is, it is really an interesting period of time. We have a year of this 
and uh, who knows how it's going to play out. Yeah. But God. But God. Thank God <laughs> Thank we had God. Jesus. <laughs> Thank God. Brandon Rick says it will be a Republican no matter what, just the way they run it. They have to quell the right for a while, just like it's been throughout history. Mm. We shall see. Yeah. And Dixie says independent media is the only thing she watches or reads anymore. Just yeah. wish they were on platforms that were easy or easier to operate. <laughs> easier to operate. Like somebody invests some money in the in the what is it called? The hardware or the the back end the and back the, end of these apps. I mean, Rumble yeah. doesn't even tell you videos you watch. No search history. Oh, because you know, I mean, I'm constantly doing stuff in addition yeah. to listening. And then if you bump the phone and it clicks off and goes somewhere else, when you come back, you, you can't find it. No, you're you're going. <laughs> you have to you have to physically scroll forward to try to find out where you work. And the really like YouTube, believe it, it? The, the, the tyrants of YouTube have built oh, a great platform. A great you leave platform. it, you go right back on to where you left off. Oh my God, off. and you have like playlists and you have like categories and you don't want- Just the copy bar, them. In the bar, the bar that shows you how much of it you've seen. Yeah. And Rumble, it all is green, going all the way across. So you yeah. don't even know if you, if you listen yeah. to the thing already. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rumble, get it together. Yes, we, I love Rumble, but it's just clunky. Clunky. So, I don't know. Just, just come on. Fix it. Fix <laughs> make it. it. Make it work. Oh, Twitter's even worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, Twitter, you, you even can't, X. Yeah, oh, so sorry. X, yeah. I mean, when you're watching Tucker, which I uh, we love, obviously, it, you you leave that for a second and you're done. You got to go. You can't you answer to, a call you when, got, when you're watching Tucker. No. I, I literally wait till I come home because yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do anything when I watch Tucker's videos. <laughs> then you got to start all over again. It makes me so bad. And then you got all the others, you know, all the other platforms that is kind of it's very similar. It just, but I just yeah. wanted to work. <laughs> Rumble is like logging on to the internet in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got these great one-liners, right? Thank you, right? But he's so right. You and I have been complaining about Rumble for such a long time. They, they they fix things that are not significant to what it is that I want them to fix. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to be able to it, answer a call or go somewhere. And then come back and and it just go continue playing where I left yes. off. And I want to know the ones I've watched. Right. I want to recently view. And I want to be able to close the phone and it still play like yeah. YouTube does. Yes. Yeah. It's called screen and screen or something. Yeah, I don't, name. yeah I don't know. Anyways, we've left the reservation. We're yeah. back now. <laughs> Our theme was missionaries. Yes. A father goes home to prepare a way for us. And yes. just that um, tying it all back. Death. We talked a lot about the fear of death, but just the um, that the Christian no longer fears death, um, and that's mm. the surety of faith in Christ that we will go home, and the Father has a place for us. Mm. So that is um, the greatest gift of all of, of that eternity and the eternal security we have of uh, living the rest of our existence in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Correct. And I just remember what I was going to talk about earlier. Oh yeah. It's going to have no connection to anything now, but um, it was listening to Mark Driscoll uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, at uh, Trinity Church. Um, he's been on fire lately. Yeah, uh, but he's really one fire. thing that he said, just like, oh, I go, that's so beautiful. I wanted to take it as my own, but I can't do it. Um, and I, I'm not even sure I'm going to say it right, but he said the Bible is not a history of what happened. It's it's a book of what always happens. Amen. Yes. Yeah, it was so good when I go. Oh, that is so good. Yes. It is as relevant today as it was yesterday and as, as it will be in the future. Absolutely. It, it was really uh, that just like I had to play it over and over and listen to it just because I go, oh, that is so good. 
Yeah, he, he comes says up it. With a, yeah, he says it almost at the beginning of every one of these lectures in the um, book of Jude. Yeah, so good. All right, that's it. That, I just happened to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> and All we're right. so grateful that our two favorite pastors have come together. So, Pastor Mark Driscoll is now on the Real Life Network. If you haven't checked out the Real Life Network, please check it out. It's uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs. Um, own broadcast channel. We've got our podcast on there too. So, but then he's got a lot of very cool content, including Pastor Mark Driscoll. I know your tendency will be only to watch our mm. broadcast on there, but there's some other people on there that yes. uh, have classic Chuck yeah. Smith stuff yeah. too. Oh yeah, that guy, Billy Graham. Yeah, you know those guys. All right, my friends, we love you guys. We love you. Thank you for joining. Kate says a very good article, by the way. See you soon. Thank you, Kate. What, are you reading it while we're talking? <laughs> good night. I wish she saw it earlier. All right, my friends, we love you guys. God bless you all. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find the thing here. Here we go. All right, love you guys. God bless. Wow, so much going on here. <laughs>